Hi there, I'm Cass Stoffel and you are listening to Empowered Marketing Unleashed. I believe that marketing and growing a business is easy and I am here to show you the simple steps. We'll cover everything from marketing channels and crafting compelling content to designing irresistible offers and nailing your pricing. Plus, we'll delve into the mindset and strategies you need to elevate your business and have expert interviews with entrepreneurs who are leading the way. I'll share the kind of knowledge that transforms businesses from invisible to unstoppable. So my friend, are you ready to get started? Let's empower your marketing. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Today, we are talking about a topic that comes up time and again when I'm working with my clients. Why is my marketing not working? So today, we are diving into that subject, why your marketing isn't working and how you are going to fix it. Believe me, it's easier than you thought. So today we are going to uncover the simple steps and the things that you can do right now so your marketing starts to work. Now, there are some secrets to marketing your practice for success, and it doesn't require living on your socials, and it won't mean that you're sitting there staring at a blank screen. So tell me, does that sound like you? Are you someone who sits there trying to do marketing for your business? but you're staring at a blank screen. You don't know what to say. You're frozen. You're in overwhelm. Are you the kind of person that might waste time on socials? You're trying to get ideas. So you're looking at social media. You're checking out competitors' accounts. You're trying to get some ideas and creativity flowing. But unfortunately, all you're doing is falling down the rabbit hole of social media. Thing is, if you are these people, and you are struggling with both of those things, there is one thing that I know to be true. You will always struggle from client to client, making less than you deserve and unsure what your next month looks like. It is only by taking the right action in your marketing and doing so consistently that you will see consistent clients show up. So today we're going to unpack that so you can start 2024 fresh, knowing exactly what to do to market your business the right way so you get traction, you get clients, and people finally start showing up. So when you are in a situation that you aren't getting traction with your marketing, you're not seeing results, you're not getting engagement, you're not getting clients booking, there are one of three things that tend to be wrong. One is a lack of clarity, a lack of clarity around your ideal client, your niche, or the solution that you offer. If you're not clear on those things, it is impossible for you to market those clearly. So we'll talk about those today. The second thing is having a lack of a content process. A lot of people in my world, practitioners, healers, helpers, coaches, end up in the situation where they're marketing on the fly. They're sharing whatever comes to mind in terms of content. They're writing blogs when they're feeling inspired. They are only posting when they can think of something, which means that they're in a feast and famine cycle with their marketing. That, though, leads to a feast and famine cycle with your clients and your bookings. So we'll talk about that today, how to overcome that and how to get you consistent, because that is the third step, the third thing that's missing when your marketing isn't working, is a lack of consistency. 
You need to have a plan and you need to execute it reliably to start to see the flow on effect. And it's interesting how quickly this can happen. I had clients in my rounds of marketing mastery this year, and they told me within the first couple of weeks of the program, when they were implementing the tactics and the strategies I was sharing, they were getting traction. They were getting discovery calls when previously they weren't getting any. They were getting clients booking when previously they had none. So These things are really important, clarity, content, and consistency. Let's begin with the biggest mistakes I see health prackies make when it comes to having clarity. Mistake number one is they are actually afraid to niche. They are worried that niching their business means that they could potentially miss out on a whole heap of clients. So they're afraid to take the leap and be really clear about their niche. The second mistake that they make is lacking true clarity around their ideal client and what that client needs from them. And the third mistake is not understanding the true issue that that ideal client has, the true solution that they need. And when this happens, you end up making the wrong offers, offers that don't get purchased, that don't get outcomes for your clients. So let's dive into clarity a little bit more. And let me ask you a few questions. I want you to think about these and start making a checklist in your mind of the things that you need to go and address in your business. And the first one is, are you actually clear on who your ideal client is? These days, we live in a very cluttered digital online world, which means it's more important than ever to have a clear niche. A clear niche will help you stand out. It will help you be seen. The second area that you need clarity on is what is their problem? What is the big issue that your client wants to solve? Think about what is keeping them up at night. What is running around their head? What is that nagging issue that they just wish they could have fixed? And then it's about you being clear about how you can solve their problem. What solution does this particular client need and how can you deliver it for them in the best way? What is the transformation that you offer when you work with them? What is the outcome that they are going to get? You need to be clear on all of those. If you're not clear on those, I really recommend you do some work on these. Without these foundations being right, you will struggle to get traction in your marketing. You will struggle to get engagement. You will struggle to get a flow on of clients booking. If you are not clear on these things, I guarantee you that your audience won't be clear about them either. The second area we want to address in today's episode is around content. Because when we are in that space of lacking a content process and a content creation process, that means that we aren't speaking regularly to our audience. We're not staying top of mind. So what are the biggest mistakes that come from the content side? You know, What are we getting wrong as practitioners, natural health practitioners, healers, helpers, coaches, all of you amazing people who listen to me on this podcast? Where are you getting content wrong? The first element is in the balance. When you are sharing your content, you need the light, you need the shade. It needs to have entertainment value as well as educational. But as 
practitioners who are highly academic, we often write too much educational content and we often write it from a very academic standpoint. I want you to remember that your marketing channels are not a lecture. They're not a thesis. You're not training the next round of natural health professionals. You are sharing tidbits of advice with a public audience who may not know a lot on that topic. So you need to be sharing the right blend. And remember the light and shade. You know that the content that gets read, that gets looked at, that gets comments are the most unlikely things. It's the quotes, the anecdotes, the funny cartoons. People love that because they love the light and the shade. So remember to include a blend of different types of content into what you do when you're marketing your business. The next element that is stopping you from standing out with your content is doing what everyone else is doing. When you do this, you just blend in. Now, this goes against the grain a little bit because I know there are people out there teaching you to follow the trends, follow the audio trends, follow the real trends. And that might be true to a point, but going viral is not a business building strategy. It might make us feel good. It's a great vanity metric, but it's not necessarily going to bring clients into your business. So you can just tend to blend in. Also, if you have spent time researching what everyone else is doing when you're trying to come up with content, you can end up saying the same things, even if they're in slightly different ways. It means that your messages aren't going to land as well as they should because your potential audience may have seen other messages that are really similar to yours. It's about having your unique voice and having a unique take. The third element that I see in content that needs to be adjusted is discussing the value of what you offer. It is not in the inclusions, it is in the outcomes. So sharing in your marketing that your package has six consults instead of four doesn't actually add any value to the client who might come and work with you. By the time they've gone through it, they are going to fix their problem. That's what they're looking for. They don't really care if it takes you two appointments or six appointments or 12. They want to know that working with you across that period of time is going to solve the problem that they have. Now, when we're talking about offers as well, and I saw a lot of this in our recent Black Friday because it's uh, at the start of December right now, isn't it? So we've just had all the Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales. And it was really interesting to me to see the amount of discounting that was going on. Those that have been in my world for a while know that I don't actually like discount. I don't do it. I don't promote it. I don't recommend it as a rule. I think you are much better to value add. I would rather add value to your services than discount them because that's discounting your worth. But the one thing that is true is that if you have an offer that's not selling, discounting will not help. If you have an offer that's not selling, it's either because it's not the right offer for the client you're trying to attract, or you're not marketing it properly to be noticed by the right clients. So have a think about those things. Discounting the wrong offer is not a sales lead generation strategy. When it comes to your offers, I want you to remember something that I speak about at length, and it is called the art of selling solutions. 
Your niche is not the person that you help. It is the problem that you solve. I know that this is different to what many mentors, etc., in our industry have been saying for a long time, but they are wrong. Your niche is not the person, it is the problem. If you are talking about the person, that is about knowing your client avatar and that can be useful as well. There is a group of people, your ideal client base, who all have a similar problem that requires a similar solution and you can help all of those people. So it's understanding that your niche is not the person, but it is the problem. And when you understand that you are selling solutions, the way that you communicate that in your content completely changes. And it allows you to create really emotional messages, messages that speak to the heart of your ideal clients and your audience. So they can actually take notice of what you're saying. So one of the reasons that your content might be falling flat and isn't getting noticed is because you're not selling the solution. You're not making that emotional heart-based connection. I want to just stop here and remind you of something. I want you to aim for done. Don't aim for perfection. I would rather you get content out there than do nothing and be stuck in a fear of being perfect. What I would say to you on that too is I believe your content actually is perfect. If your content is in your voice, it is something that you have created, that it is showing your values, what you stand for, your uniqueness, how you help and how that's different, that is perfect. The best performing content too is short, it's sharp, and it's to the point. Remember to include those mic drop moments, those funny anecdotes, those elements that people in your audience can connect with. They are really important. Something I also want to add here is we are in an era of AI-generated content. We all know that. There are AI generators. There seems to be more of them every single day. The problem with AI-generated content is it isn't you. And you need to stand up and show who you are. And it's never been more important because it is so easy now for every business to flood their feeds and flood their platforms with content that is AI generated. The thing is that content falls flat. It doesn't get traction. And I think soon they will see that it's not working. The other problem you've got is that an AI can replicate any of your value posts in milliseconds. Those posts where you share the three tips for this, the five ways to achieve that, they might be great, but unless you have a unique take, an AI can replicate that for anybody else's business. So I think it's important that you can stand your ground, be who you are, share your values and share your unique perspectives. It's how you're going to stand out. If anyone is using AI to generate content, um, I implore you to have a look at that in depth because I think it has a great place in brainstorming and it might help you with some ideas. Um, but what I have seen from a number of businesses is that engagement rates are lower, traction is less when it's AI-generated content. So do be watchful, be mindful of that. So how can you fix problems with your content? There's three things I think you can do here. One is having content pillars. And you've probably heard me speak about these before. Content pillars are essentially umbrella topics that suit your niche 
that they align with what you offer and what you do and how you help. And what these do is give flow and purpose to your content. So it means that you won't be talking about one particular topic one week and the next week something completely different. Your content will then have a flow that your audience can see, they can relate to, and they can rely upon. Next, to fix your content problems, you really need to know your zone. And this is those clarity elements we talked about in the beginning, your ideal client, you know, who you help, why you help them, how you do it. When you know these things, you can stay in your lane. You can put your blinkers on and go about running your business and marketing your business without being worried about what your competitors are doing. You won't be dragged down into comparisonitis. You are just staying your course, living your truth and helping your people. If you are here still thinking, right, I know my ideal client. I know the niche that I'm working in. I know the solution that I offer. But I'm still stuck. I'm sitting here staring at a blank screen. I've got Canva open or I've got my Excel spreadsheet open and there is nothing coming. What do I do? How do I fix this? I call this the secret sauce. Adding the secret sauce to what you are sharing in your content is going to make people stand up and take notice. The truth of the matter is no one is scrolling social media or Googling for blogs in the hope of finding a natural health practitioner. What they're looking for is a solution to their problem. What are the natural remedies for menopause? How can I treat my migraines naturally? They're putting in terms like that. And what that tells us is our ideal clients are looking from a very self-focused perspective of what is in it for me. They're looking for the transformation that they're going to get out of working with you. They're looking for the solution that you offer. So the secret source is that you need to tell them about how you're going to fix their problem, not about how many consults they're going to get, not about the freebies you're going to throw in, how you're going to fix their problem, how you're going to get them from A to B. Remember here that people buy what they need They don't buy what they want. They buy based on emotion. They buy based on heart. And then they justify that decision with the rational elements, such as it was a great price, or I got a bonus meal plan, or I got this amazing recipe book. Okay, so they're going to buy what they need, not what they want. So you need to be remembering this from your client's perspective. If you are putting out content piece after content piece all about you, the qualifications that you've got, how long you've been practicing, how your package has six consults when the average practitioner only has four, how you are open on weekends and it's so available to people. Those are benefits, don't get me wrong, but it's not what the average person is looking for. You need to be leading with the transformation for their problem, how I'm going to help you, and then using things like your availability, your credentials, your experience to further garner that trust and credibility so they know they've made the right decision. I call these magnetic messages. Magnetic messages are about giving them an emotion. Remember what we said before? People don't remember what you say, but they remember how you made them feel. So you want your message to hit home with them so they remember it. When emotion kicks in, they will put a memory to it. So let your ideal clients see themselves in the content that you're putting out there. 
And remember to switch the perspective here. Your content always has to be crafted from your audience or your ideal client's perspective, not from your own point of view. An example of this would be when I was running the clinic and I worked predominantly in those early years in gut health. And I did that because of my history of gut dysfunction. That's how I became a naturopath in the first place. And I had a lot of content on my website that was written in the first person about what it was like to experience that gut dysfunction. And I had a blog that was actually very detailed about my entire health journey with it, the things that I tried and the experiences that I had. The amount of people that would reach out to me, send me an email, book a discovery call, or even just book a consult, and I'd see them for the first time face-to-face. And these people would say to me, I read what was on your website or I saw what was on your social media feed and you sounded just like me. Because what I had done, yes, I'd shared my story, but I had shared it in a way that was very real for them. They could see themselves in the journey that I'd had and the experiences that I had had. And that gave them trust and it gave them faith that I could help them too. So always remember to turn that mirror around and be looking at your content from your ideal client or audience perspective. Now let's talk about consistency because the one thing that I find to be true time and again is that people in our industry can be great at the planning. We love a good plan. We are happy to sit down and write one for the whole year, but then it gets put in a drawer and we forget about it because the element we're missing is consistency. And the third part of this messaging for you today is around getting consistency. It is what's going to turn your marketing messages from lackluster and not getting traction to something that starts to get you results. There's three main pitfalls when it comes to being consistent with this that I see in my clients and the people that I work with. The first one is being too ambitious, creating a plan that you cannot possibly execute. So you don't want to do that. That will stop you before you even start. The second element is including activities, channels, etc. in your plan that you just won't do. Even if you might like to, even if you know they might be the right place to find your audience, but you don't want to. Typical ones here might be YouTube, video. Video is the key one here that people don't want to do. They don't want to put their face on video. So even if your ideal clients are on YouTube, if you don't want to be on video, then that is not a channel to add to your marketing plan. The other issue here with consistency is following what others are doing, not what is right for you. This happens quite a lot and I will see this various mentors, coaches, etc. will come out saying, the best way to grow your Instagram is this. You need to do this in Facebook or you're going to fail. If you're not writing a blog like this, then it's going to be disastrous. Following the latest fads and trends is not going to get you consistent results. It just isn't. And behind all of those sweeping statements on each of those channels, I'd bet my bottom dollar that somebody is selling a program teaching that strategy. There is a reason behind why they're saying those things. So look at it with a bit of a critique and make sure you're making the right decisions for you. A lot of people get worried when I say consistent. It feels like a lot. They're overwhelmed before they start. But I want you to know a secret here. Consistent 
is not the same as constant. They're two totally different terms, but it's often confused. Consistent means having a reliable rhythm, having a reliable plan, and executing it consistently on an ongoing basis it, because that is what creates you a persistent presence. It builds your brand. It does not mean that you are constantly present. Okay, You are not going to be a slave to your socials by being consistent. I don't want you to be constantly there. I want you to have a plan that you execute week on. What you want here is a consistent presence, not a constant one. But how can you go about building a plan that's going to make you consistent? Like I mentioned just before, first up, be where your ideal clients are. You are wasting your time and energy being in places that they're not. Even if it's your favorite platform, don't do it. Be where they are. Be on the platforms and the channels where they're most likely to see you. The second thing is making a plan that suits your life. It has to suit your availability. It has to suit your skills. It has to be balanced across all the other responsibilities of your life, your family, your business. You need to create a plan that is achievable for you or you'll fail before you even start. And then it comes down to executing it reliably. When? Are you sending a weekly email? Are you posting on socials daily? Are you doing a live every third day? Plan that out in detail, the frequency of where you're showing up and what you're doing, but then you can get ahead of the game. With that plan in place, you can start to create content in batches in advance and have that happen in a set and forget fashion. It's all scheduled away and you can go back to doing your clients and working on those other areas of your business without worrying about what needs to be done for marketing day in, day out. As we come to the end of today's episode, I just want you to take a minute here and have a think. What would your business look like if you were clear on your foundations, like your niche, if you knew the content that you should be sharing, and if you had a plan that you executed consistently? I guarantee you it's going to get you runs on the board. You would see clients coming in the door. You would see your audience growing. You would see your brand getting more awareness. And it happens more quickly than you think. So I want you to start actioning the points from today's episode. And I want you to start to create a plan in advance and execute it. It would be amazing if that was your goal for 2024 to start to do that. And it really does just take a few short weeks before you start to see results from this effort. And how amazing would that be, hey? Going into 2024 with a plan, you're executing it. And in a few short weeks, you start to see results. Be awesome, wouldn't it? So that is a wrap up of today's episode. What is going wrong with your marketing and how you can fix it? I hope you've had some insights and I hope you've had some great things you can activate there. Now, don't forget my new 2024 marketing template bundle is available now. There's a link in the show notes below. Have a great week and I'll see you next week on our next episode. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to Empowered Marketing Unleashed with me, Cass Duffhill. If you would like to get a hold of my free guide to content that connects, go to cassdunfield.com backslash connect and let's get you creating marketing that works. Thanks for being here. See you on the next episode.